Welcome to the Human Experience Podcast. It is a personal transformation podcast, focusing on improving your life, business, and your relationships. Hosted by Eldin Hassa, a mindset coach, relationship coach, author of a self-help book titled, Are We All Fucked?, which is a step-by-step guide to becoming a best version of yourself. Available on Amazon Worldwide, and also on his website, eldinhasser.com. Eldin is also a spiritual teacher, public speaker, workshop and seminar facilitator, and a successful property investor and developer, with passion for transforming lives globally for over 15 years. We have over 2 million downloads of our podcast. As a thank you, get a free copy of Eldin's book on his website, eldinhasser.com. Also, we are hosting a free Peak Mindset Masterclass. Get your free ticket on his website, formulaeq.com, or find the link in this podcast. Hurry, seats are limited. Share this podcast with your friends and family and help our mission to empower humanity. Please remind yourself every day how amazingly awesome you already are. Thank you and welcome your amazing host, Eldin Hassa. Welcome everyone to the, another episode of the Human Experience Podcast. This is your host, Eldin Hassa, and it is an absolute pleasure to have for the very first time on my show, returning guest, Mr. Luke Carter, who has become a very close, very dear friend. And I am absolutely thrilled and grateful to have Luke Carter back on my podcast. And we have some amazing and inspiring stories and insights that we would like to share with you. And today's focus will be um, selflessness but we will come from various angles of selfishness and, and how one can actually, especially in today's world, the way world has been changing, that what is required to actually come out of this mess as humanity. So we're going to be focusing on um, some insights and some ideas that we both are very passionate about. So before I invite Luke Carter to come on. I would like to share a um, little bit about Luke, uh, the kind of things that he does as a sort of day job. And uh, Luke uh, works, uh, he's a co-founder for Carter Family Office, which invests in uh, real estate property, also does property funding, commodities, uh, trading and anything to do with the finance and he's one of the co-founders it's a private family office and they have been in business for uh, decades I would say based in London England London United Kingdom and uh, beside just work um, Luke is a family man with wife and, and a two and a half year old daughter who he loves spending time now, especially in the lockdown with his family. But most of all, Luke himself, as well as his entire family, are very passionate. They love helping, contributing, and making a positive impact on humanity. And being uh, the podcast titled The Human Experience, it is all about the human experience. It is all about bringing amazing guests like Luke Carter to come on and inspire humanity and share ideas, share tips, and how we can all together collaborate and contribute positively to make the world the better place for us and for our children and for future generations to come. So please put your hands together and welcome my good friend, Luke Carter. Welcome, Luke. Thank you very much, Eldon. It's a pleasure to be back um, on um, discussing our, our deep conversations about life and humanity. And um, it's just fascinating over the last year or so how we all seem to have grown and also grown in the capacity to help each other as well, uh, which is amazing. I've noticed so many more people are um, 
open to the discussion of um, you know being vulnerable themselves and also recognizing vulnerability in others and then kind of digging deep and helping out so it has been quite a magical time in terms of um, kind of the upgrade of vibration um, in society I think yeah that's beautifully put and as as we discussed many times for our listeners to know um even in the days of einstein and many other scientists before him and after him they said you know everything is energy everything is vibration and everything is frequency so as you s- rightly said so that you know although there are so many sort of negative things that are sort of put out there um there is also people like yourself and myself we believe that there has been a massive upgrade globally into raising the vibration raising the frequency raising the awakening and um a lot more people globally have sort of awakened to the fact that we are not limited that um we have so many uh opportunities and we even have powers within us to choose how we feel how we think how we behave and you know share this positive energy with the world and share our human experiences through our trials and and turbulations and struggles and how we have come on top and how then we are willing to teach others help others heal others and uh this is what the show is all about so i am very excited about today and i know we've discussed prior to the show that um one of the focuses today should be the selfishness and selflessness and you have some interesting views about that and some ideas and how you feel uh, is the best way to move forward for humanity absolutely and it's it's a difficult topic to get into and it's hard to understand and i think that's maybe one of the reasons why we've got so much confusion and um kind of opposing emotions in our in our bodies and our minds um and also from a society point of view i think selfishness is very hard to explain i think uh, when you bring ethics into the equation as well we don't really have a fantastic model of ethics what it is in terms of being a human anyway it's more a societal one and there's so many different theories and it's been twisted manipulated and it's it's not serving everybody and their greater good and i i do believe you need to do good from the inside out um, and then you can kind of fill your own cup and overflow uh but sometimes when we don't have a very good uh, understanding what um you know selfishness and selflessness actually are uh we we can't serve ourselves and serve anybody in the the best capacity and we can um go down the rabbit hole in terms of blaming ourselves and you know getting confused about what selflessness actually is what it feels like to genuinely give you know are you doing it from a divine selfishness selfishness point of view or are you limiting yourself um in some way are you neglecting your own kind of goals and reasons for being on this planet because you know in my view all, all the kind of the, the blood and the dna that comes down from our ancestors is not it's not there for you to repeat the same cycle they i think the best honor is to use that they would want us to use it as a kind of a river flowing into our new um evolution really yeah very well put um and i agree it is what one aspect i want to sort of go back to and sort of dissect and dive deeper into which you um have put uh, very well and so eloquently um it is about the inside out experience if you will and you know i would say also when we there are many sort of ways we can um sort of define selfishness but i would say for simplicity of understanding from my point of view the, um, there is sort of a, a good way to be selfish and there's sort of like a negative there is a positive and a negative way to be selfish and the positive way it's when we say that in order for us to contribute from place of kindness love compassion you know so we can actually contribute from that place and fully and freely and unconditionally we need to 
carve up some time in our day every single day for certain period of time to make sure that we have that capacity from within us by meaning that our cup is full and overflowing and so we need to be selfish for certain period of time of the day to make sure that that as a foundation now our cup is full so then we can contribute from that place from the cup full and overflowing if you will because um actually you know society generally globally teaches that no those things are selfish as in negative but i would say mm. um you know you cannot Uh, help another if you have not helped yourself it's like uh, you know like uh, asking a blind person to help another blind person cross the road on in a busy sort of uh, junction and there is full of traffic in mm. you know at least one should have good sight to help the other cross the road so and that means that one has to understand that to be able to contribute not just to humanity first to oneself you know the self love the self compassion the the self kindness and then mm. um be able to contribute to your immediate family to your partner to your children to your parents to uh, you know and also i believe when we have filled our cup we are also able to be more productive and more efficient in our work in our business you know um so for those of you who are not familiar um luke carter and his family they operate at a very high level in business you know we're talking about you know numbers that your head will spin if i start mentioning the numbers but you know they've developed thousands of uh, apartments and houses and developments and you know we're talking about big numbers and to have the capacity to be able to deliver day in day out which they have for decades one needs to have um this you know time in the day time in the week when one is selfish so one can grow from inside out in order to contribute um what are your views about what i just described luke yeah i think i think sometimes when um people view the 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 way out of selfishness and that no the way out of hurt rather so someone might be hurt and they they don't particularly they they feel the need to be selfish and not give to others and then they they that that's the mechanism they adopt to try and protect themselves and to obviously try and become more selfish but it's not actually doing that at all all it's doing is limiting the amount you're giving to others but you're still in that activity you're not actually giving to yourself otherwise you know it the, the story and the outcome is totally different if you start with yourself and start saying yes i do want to give to others but i'm going to complete the cycle and let the river flow uh, kind of flow through me that that's the way but i think more often than not people kind of internalize the hurt and they they shut down the giving portion whereas they don't actually need to do that because shutting down the giving doesn't actually fill you up either you need to have the river flowing in and the river flowing out uh, yeah like freely freely yeah. and sort of unconditionally and 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 i think we could focus on this aspect because i think for our listeners and viewers this is probably the most challenging part this is probably the most challenging aspect in how does one i a number one identify become aware that this is happening you know Uh, have clarity and then what could you then say that or recommend to our listeners to our viewers that they could try to so step one become aware have clarity step two how what kind of practices and rituals they could do in order to then sort of self heal and make sure that their cup is overflowing so then they feel that they can give and receive freely you know from sort of open heart absolutely i think it's very important to sit down and that the meditation not even the meditation the journaling let's start with the journaling we don't always have to go into a deep state of meditation we just notice how we're feeling you know are, are we feeling the need not to give that that can't feel good in our body surely so if we ask ourselves the question well what can make me feel better and what what is making me feel bad 
you know am I doing this because I've been hurt before have I been hurt before because I had a limiting belief um you know did I never learn lessons when I was kind of born on this earth to learn the lessons um and as a result that then traumas or um small seeds of hurt have turned into instead of potential they've turned into stagnation and just a continuing cycle but I do believe that obviously a lot of the gift is in the pain provided that you actually learn the lesson um for example I do believe uh, we're born with certain challenges and limitations and strengths and it's often by overcoming the limitation that we can achieve our full potential so it's actually a gift having them set of limits. Uh, for example, I had um, big issues with self-esteem and um, had a big issue. Uh, very, uh, it was very easy for me to give, but it wasn't very easy for me to give to myself. So I believe that if I overcome that and I'm working on a daily basis to look after myself and love myself more, then not only am I be able to give more, I'm going to be able to establish a greater self of self-love than if I never had that challenge in the first place. I might, um, if I didn't have the challenge, I might have ended up kind of loving myself on a, a mediocre level instead of really on, on an amazing level. And then uh, subsequently that will allow me to contribute to humanity in a greater way. That's what I, I think from a, a starting point anyway. Yeah, that's a very, very good point because also what I can see, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for, you know, allowing us into your life, being vulnerable. You know, we are recording this and, you know, it's going to be all around the world in 98, over 100 countries actually now. And, um, you know, we have over 2 million downloads, you know, a few hundred thousand listeners a month. So first, thank you, because, you know, it, it's it's courageous for anybody to come and share you know uh because the society tells us you know mm. you especially men you know you you shouldn't be vulnerable and you shouldn't be telling you telling people you know the, these kind of things but so first congratulations that you in your own life you became aware you became you had clarity that this is something that i am working on right yeah and then you begun to apply that uh, and implement certain habits and rituals in your life and i've known you for quite some time and i personally have witnessed the transformation you know from when we first met to today your energy is different you know uh, and everything else i mean you are uh, look everybody in their day job they work they work in their day job for years and they learn they have a skill set they always been improving and i know you are amazing at what you do as and for your job right for your for your business but then being the human experience it's you know and you have learned something which a lot of people struggle to learn that these two things are separate there is a professional um Luke Carter of Carter Family Office, and then there is uh, there is your personal private aspect, which is the foundation for everything, you know, and uh, and this is something that, you know, even people um, going into their you know sixties and seventies, they their entire identity of who they are is on their job title, is on their profession. And even now I have clients who have lost their job because of the pandemic globally. And they say, well, I uh, am an architect. I said, uh, do you have a practice? No. Do you have clients? No. So who are you then? If you, so you are an architect or you were an architect when you were working for this big company. Now you've lost your job. You're trying to set up a private practice from home, but you have no clients. So who are you? Oh, I am so and so. They give me their name. I said, no, that's not who you are. So, is first step I would say to anybody: become aware of your the human aspect of who you truly are, because this is your foundation. This is what you need to give some attention, some focus on, and work from this aspect. And I would say, well done, journaling and contemplation and pouring things out on paper and then sort of objectively looking at your subjective self is going to help the healing process. Because first step one, as you did, um, you admitted and accepted that this is something I need to work on. 
Then you did a lot of journaling, a lot of uh, contemplation, a lot of writing. And, and once you um, look at things objectively, it's a lot easier to deal with than to sort of, um, you know, ruminate and marinate in that thought process, in that emotional state internally and experiencing it subjectively all the time. It's much more difficult for person to even become aware, to be conscious of that. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've noticed, I mean, I've had quite um, severe drawdowns in terms of mental health and also, you know, financial challenges as well to overcome. Because on one hand, I, I, I think I'm, I've been blessed with uh, kind of opportunities to um, just extract the best out of life in terms of, uh, um, you know, business ideas and taking things forward. But I've also noticed that I've experienced a lot more resistance than maybe I know I kind of didn't deserve, but I knew my mindset and maybe my feelings were attracting. So I, I feel that, you know, in the past few years, I've definitely uh, shed layers of limitations uh, because you can keep getting up and going through things and obviously having really big upticks as well, which is great. But some, I often believe it's the cost of that functioning you have to look at. Often I find myself very stressed, very anxious. And uh, in recent years and months and even recent weeks, I've made really great breakthroughs in terms of um, not only kind of loving myself more and kind of um, getting a, a grip on the anxiety. Um, I found um, a path of least resistances. I found more emotional peace, which is one of my biggest goals now, is nothing to do with anything material at all. It's just simply uh, the goal of having more peace in my life. So as a result, I think I've, I've gained, since I started the self-growth journey, you know, I started you know, writing poems, I started writing quotes, um, a lot of writings and postings and uh, amazing collaborations such, such as this one. I believe they started to happen because I started to notice what I was feeling internally. And every time I speak and I'm vulnerable, I'm also healing myself as well as healing others. So I've noticed that the synergy of opportunity coming into my life now, uh, for example, I'm really fascinated on bringing my medical uh, and uh, my um, kind of technology loving side into business as well. So we look at um, kind of uh, funding around um, new new collaborations to do with um, medical innovation, people's health, uh, natural, natural um, nutraceutical products and, you know, um, hopefully revolutionary things that will impact people's lives. And that's something I always wanted to integrate. And I think when you start to vibrate on your true wavelength, not only does the path of least resistance, you know, you will have challenges, of course, but them challenges become exactly that, just challenges rather than complete roadblocks where you don't learn lessons, you, you're still not feeling good about yourself, and then you don't uncover the amazing things that you're meant to deliver to this world. So I, I do believe even though you can be doing really amazing in one part of your life, another part of your life can suffer. As we know, a lot of people define success incorrectly, potentially. Um, it's just monetary or well, they, they might be having an absolutely nightmare of a time with their emotions. So is that true success? No, it's not. I think peace and all the, the virtues are the main one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I would say that, um, you know, if you if you talk about sort of wealth or abundance, you know, when we mention the word wealth, a lot of people sort of gravitate to money and material objects. But I would say the, you know, to feel truly wealthy is when you have um, in abundance, when you have more than you need of everything. So not just yeah. the money or material objects, but also self-love, self-compassion, yeah happiness, inner peace, self-confidence. And, you know, it's a different state. When you are in this state, now you are in the flow, in the zone. Now, as you say, like a river flowing through you, but it's more like the universal consciousness or divine matrix flowing through you. Now you are connected. Now you have a signal. Your signal has amplitude, has such an intense connection from your heart. Now, no longer you are sort of having to use 5% of your conscious mind to try to understand and sort of 
uh, it's very tough and struggle and struggle. Now everything you do is sort of in the flow and, and it's kind of the, if an observer is looking at you, how you go about your day, how you go about your business, it, it looks like you make it look effortless because you are now in this state. You are not in the state. And, and, and to be in that state, it's a process which you've identified, as you say, self-growth. And as you were removing and peeling off layer by layer by layer, at the same time, you were opening your heart more, you know, like a flower blooming petal by petal by petal. Mm -hmm. And you realize, because a lot of people don't talk about it in business, in very big business, it's actually... Um, you know, many books out there, many sort of methods of coaching, of teaching, leadership, and, you know, the historical ones, they say, no, it's a cutthroat, you have this competition, it's like, you know, and actually, nobody talks about um, the strategy of connecting to your heart and being vulnerable, that this is required in modern business. So, you know, I would say going forward for any leaders, any business entrepreneurs, even stay-at-home moms or students who are listening to this podcast, who are watching this video, take loads of notes. It's a, it's a super, you know, note-taking day for all of you to understand. To be successful, truly successful, is not only measured in money. It's not measured what you have. It's probably measured more in how you feel internally and the impact you have had on humanity, first on yourself and on everyone around you. And that should be your primary focus. Uh, and when you focus on giving and contributing, how can I be of service? How can I be of help? The people who are in the same vibration, in the same frequency like you, they just come like the happy coincidences, opportunities, synchronicities, serendipities. It's just like you are experiencing life as though it's magic and miracle every single day. And this is the reason why we met with Luke Carter. This is why we've been collaborating for a while and and talking uh, about, you know, our passion to help humanity, because we are in the same frequency. If we were in a, in a state of competition, and you, know, you are there, and I am here, and we are different, and, you know, we would have never had these opportunities. And I'm sure mm -hmm. Luke can add, share some stories how from this place, he personally has had so many opportunities in his life and in his business. Absolutely. Well, I always wanted, um, I wanted to have a voice. I had a, a low um, kind of self-esteem, but I wanted to have a voice for a certain reason, not only because I believe it's actually healthy sometimes to recognize yourself and your achievements. Definitely. It's not, um, it's not something to feel guilty about at all. I think that can suppress you, but it's quite ironic. But when we talked um, on a previous episode, I was talking about how I like to have the emotions in place first and, um, kind of set an emotional goal what do I want to feel like and what do I want it to how do I want it to play out visualization things like that and then obviously whatever it is in the physical world finds me I find that easier but it wasn't until I listened to my own self and I valued my own voice more that I actually got the opportunity to do the collaborations for example with yourself Eldon so I had to be there in an energy state for first before any other state and I think that's so important. You, you can't have your mind sending out, um, like we we're talking about in the masterclass, you can't send out the intention of your mind, but draw it in with a completely conflicting um, energy pattern. It's going it's to look quite um, uh, demoralizing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, very well put. Um, you know, energy is, I would say, most important aspect and in terms of like the self-growth, transformation, change, um, no one changes unless they change their energy. And no one changes unless they have the both the, the brain and the body or the brain and the heart in alignment, in congruence with your, you know, your vision, your um, compelling vision of the future. And obviously, if the, there are contradictory sort of the brain and, and heart, brain and body are in opposition, 
it's going to feel like a struggle. It's going to be feeling as you we were talking about the energy and vibration and frequency. When we are trying to create from this state, not only does it feel like a struggle, it's going to take a very long time. Probably it's never going to like happen in, in the first place because we're going to be chasing because there's so many people out there in business, in, in anything, they are chasing deals. They, they're like, there is so many people out there who could have so many gold medals for trying, so many gold medals for trying to get the deal done, to close the business deal, to, I don't know, get a partner, get, get something, you know, achieve something, whatever that is. And they, they just sort of um, come up short. Maybe um, apparently one of the gold mines was sold, uh, which was a story in the, the book um, from Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. This person... Um, this gentleman sold his gold mine where he was mining, he was chiseling and going, you know, at it for decades. And then apparently he was three feet away from finding gold, like, you know, finding the reserves of like, they could last him for a thousand years, right? Yeah. He sold it um, for pennies, pennies mm. in the dollar. And the, the company who bought the, that gold mine, they just carried on and they were digging for another three feet and found, you know, um, the resources of, of gold uh, that probably could feed the entire planet with, with, with mm. gold and wealth. And, and yeah. in, in personal person's life, uh, many people have the many opportunities to find gold, whatever that is, whether it's the health, Mm. Uh, wealth, finance, relationships, and um, and they quit. They quit too early, too soon. And you know, I know that you have a very strong mindset, sort of growth mindset, and you invest in yourself and your self growth. And I say to people all the time that the biggest expression of self-love is investing in yourself and self-growth i'm not talking about you know pampering yourself going for manicure going to a barber going to a hairdresser going to a beauty salon or buying a pair of earrings or a dress or buying a you know suit um it's a different kind of uh, investment in yourself and um i would like you to uh, remind the audience, for those of you who haven't listened to previous episodes, to um, share with them some of your positive daily rituals, positive daily habits that you find that have helped you in your uh, personal transformation, in your self-growth. Well, I think gratitude journaling is really good. I mean, not saying I'm actually very good at uh, gratitude journaling, but one thing I noticed when I had a lot of turbulence in my life, I wasn't being grateful, but it, it wasn't because I wasn't actually grateful. I think you do need to nurture certain emotions if they're, they're strange or alien. But I think I wasn't allowing myself to be grateful for the things I'd achieved and the things I'd manifested because I think somewhere deep down, I thought I didn't deserve them anyway. So I, I think that there's so many things that are interlinked. It's incredible. So things aren't necessarily what you seem. Um, at what they seem so that's why inner exploration is massively important so some of the things I do on a day-to-day -day basis I, I make sure that I center my mind and I, I kind of try and view life as much as possible from a, a playful sense I don't try and chase the butterfly anymore I've never really believed in that but when things are going difficult sometimes you want to uh, chase butterflies and things like that but you don't you just need to stand still you need to feel good and often the butterfly will come and land right next to you. Um, I love to do a, a meditation. I like guided meditations. Anything about kind of discovering more of who I am. Um, I like to do my hobbies. I think that's really important because a lot of people, you know, if they're not happy with the place they are in their life, they, they don't consider that maybe all they need to do is go back onto the golf course, listen to music, and they think, oh, that's not going to get me where I want to go. Well, it is because if you're vibrating joy out of your body, then you're going to start to attract opportunities. And, you know, I think there's a reason why true desires manifest quicker. It's because not only because you've got more of a reason to keep going. I think 
they're literally when you drop empty desires that don't energetically match when you start with the emotions first and really check if something's uh, what you want i think it's just so much more in harmony of your destiny and the creation process um other rituals i, I work with different crystals um i've worked for, with crystals for a long time sometimes i won't have a crystal for uh, a long period of time because i just don't need it or it might drop on the floor and break or i'd lose it that's just the nature of energy and you know just like ourselves crystals i believe are very unique and they've been very powerful sources of healing for me um haven't been i'm just starting to get into journaling i think it would be quite fascinating one of the reasons i haven't got into it is because of the perfectionism fear of failure you know maybe fear of even more success and fear of the peace maybe fear of the emotion i'm going for because of some of my uh, potential emotional blocks um, and the need for it to be perfect, uh, you know, does it have to be, am I going to start archiving volume after volume each year and look back? But actually, all of this is completely secondary to the primary purpose of just writing and exploring your emotions. It doesn't matter if I, I have them all in order. Uh, it doesn't uh, make any difference if I've gone purposefully to buy a brand new one. It's put unnecessary pressure. It's feeding into the block. So I just started in the middle, um, I think it was yesterday uh, or the day before after uh, your masterclass, I started um, journaling in, in a pre-existing notepad and that's absolutely fine and that's perfect for me looking back. Perfection, I believe, is something that you look back on uh, rather than trying to achieve. You always try and do 1%, 1%, 1%. Um, other than that, I've written poems, about 20-odd poems, about 200 quotes. Uh, may well publish them in, in future but yeah every day I try and uh, try and do my best to to grow and you know, I was recently talking to someone and it made another light bulb moment it's not necessarily that successful people in business are successful because they're working harder they they, they are working hard they've got their energy going in the right direction but they're very very good at um, even if they don't know they're doing it they're very good at letting things go because then you're not, you can naturally be a human if you've let stuff go, can't you? People think that you have to work to manifest things. You don't. It's a myth. Because we are already manifesting the result of our feelings. It's Every automatic. day. Constantly, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, they're and, the kind of rituals. Amazing. I love, I love those rituals and I would like to expand mm. on a few of your rituals. But before we go on that... I, I want to uh, add something that what you say that we are we don't have to go anywhere to get the abundance to get the wealth and mm. and this is what for a lot of people difficult to uh, compute to digest to comprehend actually we don't get wealth we generate wealth by yeah. the person we have become by the person that we are and it's an inside out experience and it's about energy You see mm. the energy of attracting. So you are you now became like a magnet, like a generator of business ideas, of yeah. business partnerships, joint venture partnerships, investors coming to you, collaborations, all kinds of things, opportunities, clients, money, all kinds of things. And you don't have to go anywhere. And I do remember a while back you said sometimes you just... Um, focus on writing one email and this one email, that's the entire thing you did for that day. This one email is going to generate you so many positive things in business, Absolutely. in life. And so people think that you've got to work 16 hours a day. It's not true. You have to, as, as Jim Rohn said, work on yourself more than you do on your job, on your business. What it means mm. by that is what you and I are discussing. The, mm investing in yourself, the positive daily habits, positive daily rituals, especially first thing in the morning, which I always say to people, day is like a house and the morning is like a foundation. So if you invest in yourself in the morning, if you invest in uh, carving up a portion of time to do some deep breathing, meditation, perhaps, This will help you with overcome your, overcoming yourself, overcoming your ego. Then the rest mm. of the day is going to be easy. 
and obviously then you do your journaling, your gratitude and other rituals. But when it comes to journaling, I would say to anyone, the power in journaling alone, it's immense. I mm. highly recommend, and if you have never done any journaling, two things. There is no perfection. There is only improvement. Because the perfection is subjective, you know, because if you talk to another person, their definition and view of perfection is different to the next person and the next person. So there is always going to be another level to improve. So there is no perfection. There is only improvement or opportunities to improve, right? So yeah. it's your choice. Do you choose to improve by 1%? the next time, right? And no judging, you evaluate, you use the opportunity to evaluate where am I? Am I on target with my big vision, big goal? And how can I improve? And the next thing about journaling is when you start writing, allow yourself to complain. Allow yourself to get stuff off of your chest. Now you can then read the page, the 10 pages, the 50 pages you've complained about everything that you don't like, that you are not happy about, or you've identified that you have not been happy about for a long time. Maybe you've identified and accepted the fact that you have been feeling the emotions and feelings in your body of uh, unworthiness. Uh, could be guilt, shame, blame, unworthiness, all of those emotional states and, and, and feelings in your body are not going to help you or serve you going forward in your life. So if you just, you know, write all of these things down and now you are objectively looking at that information in your journal, it's going to help you. That alone has so much power and, you know, self-growth and self-awareness uh, is self-empowerment. Now you get in your power, your life force back in your life. And now when you are in this state, you have energy to heal yourself, to heal others. You have energy to create. You have energy for ideas, for, you know, business opportunities, for um, perhaps getting a new job. You know, you have opportunities to write poems, to write books, to maybe start in a podcast, start in a show. You know, it's a different energy because the other one is the energy of I'm a victim, you know, uh, suffering, uh, you know, the feeling of stress, the stress hormone production in your body is highly elevated. And when you are in that state, there is no energy. There is no energy for creation. You don't have, feel inspired or motivated to even get out of bed, let alone do something, right? So... It's very important to have these positive daily rituals and habits, uh, which will intensify the experience of self-confidence, of self-love, of self-worth from within you, because you can't. And happiness is actually an inward journey. And people confuse happiness with pleasure. Pleasure is you when you get something from outside. That's called mm. pleasure. That's not happiness. Happiness can only be experienced and cultivated from inside. It's an inward experience. So do something every day. Uh, listen to this podcast over and over again. Take notes. Apply. Knowledge isn't power. That's a myth. Knowledge plus application gives you power. It gives you self-empowerment. And mm. by practicing daily, applying, applying, you are actually creating in your brain's new synaptic connections and the, you know, new neural pathways, the, you know, the nerves that fire together, wire together. So now you are actually creating a long-term memory of all these habits and they become automatic habits. But if you just do them once and never do them again, they're going to uh, disappear. And actually science has confirmed, even if we read a book, over 85% of what we read disappears from our brain within days, within weeks. And mm. only by studying repetitively, learning, learning the same topic. So for mm. example, listening to this podcast 50 times, 100 times, 
taking notes and say, how can I use this in my life? How can I apply this in my life? This is what's going to empower you and give you opportunities to grow, to improve. But if you just listen to it once, you're going to probably remain the same because you're going to have like an aha moment and you're going to say, wow, this is amazing. I can relate to Luke. I can relate to Eldon. But then that's it. Two days later, you don't even remember what we've spoken about on this podcast and because you haven't studied and has not been imprinted, embossed in your brain and you have not taken any action. So uh, listen to this podcast, share it with your friends and family and uh, we're going to have some more golden nuggets from Luke. So now um, going into, I know you are very passionate about talking about how selfishness, the, you know, the negative aspect of selfishness has mm. had a negative detrimental impact globally on humanity. What mm. are your views? Can you elaborate a little bit more about this uh, before we go? Because I think that's a very, uh, you know, fascinating topic and I'm very passionate about and this is why you and I do what we do to help humanity, to give them opportunities, to give them um, positive impact so they can shine their light brightly and experience a positive environment from within themselves. Mm. Yeah, I think um, my mind sometimes gets, gets caught up rightly or wrongly in um, kind of like matrix patterns, I guess, like. I see things in terms of sliding scales. I see selfishness, selflessness, and then maybe the emotions on one scale. And I try and map out exactly where I am. And I think that's good and it's also bad. But I think that, that what I've learned overridingly um, out of all of it is if you just analyze the way you are feeling, it tells you all the answers. And you can ask questions to the universe. Like we, obviously, we were chatting uh, about this before I know you've had it on recent episodes where you just ask the right questions from life you're not sure about something you know why am I feeling this way not in a kind of why is this happening to me way because obviously that reinforces uh, goes down that kind of rabbit hole uh, but yeah just identify what your emotions actually are and then all the answers become clear maybe you don't want to give to other people because you're because you're hurting maybe you try to give to yourself and it didn't quite work. It confused you because there was so much resistance. It didn't feel good. Maybe it didn't feel good giving to people. Maybe that's because you didn't give it long enough. Maybe you haven't actually done it for the right reasons. Maybe if you keep at it, it's going to feel better. But maybe that's also a warning sign that you have not healed a part of yourself. So I believe if you start off from the angle of, um, you know, how am I feeling and how do I want to feel and what do I need to heal? then it all becomes very clear because without clarity, we can end up um, just completely relying on the mental processes to try and use logic to understand emotions. And you cannot do that. It's impossible, you that. right? You, you can write a book about it, but it yeah. might not help you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, um, for listeners and viewers to understand the, mm. you know, the for the brain the the language and vocabulary of the brain are, are thoughts is the thinking mm. process and the for our body the language and vocabulary for our body it's our feelings and our emotions so now if we are trying to use the brain and our analytical mind to try to comprehend and understand and sort of logically try to make you know um, some sense of the feelings and emotions that we are experiencing in our body, it's not going to work. It's like, you know, um, going to a plumber and asking him to value your diamonds. It's not going to work. You know, you, you are, you are talking to the wrong professional, you know? Yeah. So, so you have to go in your heart, in your body mm. and be in that space, be in that sort of emotion and feeling and do some evaluation 
mm. and do some contemplation, use various tools, which will give you insights. And once you yeah. have clarity, once you have insights, then perhaps do some research because there are many techniques and methods out there. And there is not like one template that is applicable to everyone. So mm. I would say, try, try something, maybe do deep breathing, do walking meditation, Uh, jogging meditation, seated meditation, lying down, do ice cold showers, whatever it's, there's so many different positive beneficial rituals that you can apply and maybe apply for a prolonged period of time until they become automatic habits. But you have to make a first step. So have clarity and then uh, look for Uh, very, uh, different opportunities and different ways that you can choose to apply in your life in order to help yourself ultimately, because, you know, we all have sort of very close relationships with friends, with family, we have intimate partners, we have parents and, you know, some people, their parents passed away, like my father passed away seven years ago, but my mother, she's still around. So for us to have these kind of relationships with others and to actually be able to contribute positively to these relationships, we need to uh, first work on ourselves because it's a myth that anyone out there is responsible for how we feel. Our wife cannot make us feel better. Our husband cannot make us feel better. Our boyfriend, our girlfriend, our parents, because it's not their job. They are also to a degree, having some sort of internal battle that no one knows about, mm. same as you are. So now is you are, you know, you shouldn't have expectations to say that it's her job or his, his job to make me happy. That's a myth, you know, there are songs about it and maybe books and all of that, but those are very wrong ways to actually look at life and look at things because it's a recipe for disaster. Now you have a belief that, you know, a, a girl who comes into your life is her job to make you happy or a guy. And um, it's absolutely wrong. You are, you, the only one is responsible for uh, your own happiness. It's you because ultimately your feelings and emotions are experienced in your body and actually even the relationships i said to people where is your relationship with your wife they said well out there i said no 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 every relationship including your intimate relationship is in here you are experience experiencing any relationship from inside out so if you observe and you think that you have a less than desirable relationship with someone, you, you think you bicker a lot, you argue, you fight. Don't try to fix them. Go internally and find out what is standing in your way that is probably self-created and self-sabotaging thought processes, emotional states and behaviors, which is standing in your way from having the perfect relationship with your wife, with your husband, with your children. So don't try to fix them, fix yourself and the relationship will fix itself because that's how it works. It's unnatural, but that is the reality of how all of those things work. And, you know, and Luke is a living proof. He's a living embodiment of what we are discussing because he has been working on himself for a long time Uh, became conscious, became aware of um, challenges, not roadblocks, challenges that he identified he needed to overcome. And this has made him a better friend, better husband, better father, better son, better business person, uh, you know, better investor. Uh, and I know, you know, you are very good, you're You know, your background, kind of your uh, education from young age was in engineering and numbers and math. And you are very sort of uh, a logical thinker. But even having all this education, you identified that um, this perhaps is the first sort of tool you can use to identify. But then you have to go a lot deeper into, um, you know, to be able to intensified and, and elevate your self-love and self-confidence so you can contribute selflessly 
to mm. everyone around you. Absolutely. No, I definitely agree. And I think when, when you start doing that, the, the whole world opens up to you. It's incredible. You don't need to try. It's effortless. Yes. And, um, many people do not understand that you, you literally have to stop trying and you have to start being who you are because no oh, one else wow. is like you. So there's wow. no competition. The best things I've heard, like in a long time, you stop trying, stop doing and start yeah. being being we are not called human doings and human havings Mm. we are called the human beings and Mm. oh my god i cannot thank you enough luke that's incredible oh you're welcome i mean i get a lot of my uh, nuggets from you as well eldon and i I think about them i write them down we are in alignment we are in synergy we are in the you know imagine you know as we discussed many times, everything is vibration, everything is frequency, everything Mm. is energy. And so imagine, you know, these old radios where, you know, you have to turn the dial, you know, because, you know, if the waves are distorted, you hear some sort of, uh, you know, Mm. static signal or some sort of muddled up because one station and the other, you have to just get it right. And mm. the reason why you and I sort of complete each other's sentences and we are, you know, in the same, because we, we have tuned into the same dial, into the same station. Mm. And yeah. this, is, this is all it is. And mm. this is the part where you have to do less to get more done. This is yeah. the part, rather than trying so hard, like the Newtonian physics, the cause and effect, right? You actually work on yourself and you tune into the right frequency. Now you become a vortex Mm. for anything and everything positive to be coming into your life because now you're a generator of everything. Mm. You're a vortex and you, you actually, uh, this is a scientific fact. You begin to collapse the time and space Mm. and dimensions and things just come to you. Everything, everything and everyone and because you connect to people on a more profound level, on a human being level, where you don't have to try anymore. The conversations you have are more profound. You have you know, discussions about so many aspects of life, of business, of everything on a much deeper level. And you say to yourself, what was I doing my entire life? I was doing everything but the formula. Why yeah. was I struggling for the last 10, 20, 30 years when there is a formula? You know, yeah. and yeah. you know, the formula is like ask and you shall receive, but you're not asking by words because the yeah. universal language is only one. And that comes from your heart, comes from your feelings, comes from your emotions. So you can ask all you want. You can pray all you want if you are religious. But it doesn't matter if you speak in Chinese, Japanese, English, Hindi, uh, Italian, French, whatever language you speak. The universe, the divine matrix, the quantum field does not understand the words, the language, mm. understands the feelings and the emotions. So... This is why it's so important to become clear, to identify. And once you become clear and identify, then go inside. And your job is to work on your feelings, on your emotions, and remove any uh, blockages, any feelings of unworthiness, any feelings of this is too hard, um, I can't do this, this is too difficult. Um, you know, I'll do it on Monday. It's okay for some. I don't have the funding. I am too old. You know, once you identify, these are just like clouds. These are not the mm. truths. These are the limiting yeah. beliefs that you probably inherited from your great grandparents. And as mm. you say, we owe to our ancestors to not uh, relive those lives that our ancestors lived and suffered. We owe it to them to actually elevate ourselves and our frequency, our vibration and that of the world and heal the world and heal the planet, but starting from ourselves first. Yeah, that's right. And that's the best way to honor everybody that sacrificed for us to go to the next level. They wouldn't want us to do the same thing. 
because otherwise their their pain, their suffering, their sacrifice wasn't for anything. Absolutely. So to, you know, I, I couldn't um, have said it, said it better. And I say to people, when you see something that is relating to to something negative, to the pain, to the suffering, to war, to something like that. Um, you cannot be going into the energy of uh, anger, of violence, of impatience, of frustration, because that is the vibration and frequency which created those problems in the first place. So you actually have to come from internal peace, compassion, love, kindness and when you see somebody angry when you see somebody suffering these are the people who need love and compassion the most the person mm. who is screaming and shouting at you because i don't know something happened in their life or maybe they have a refractory period of some experience that happened 30 years ago but they are reliving it in the present moment 24 7 24 7 those are the people who need you to shine your light brightly and to say, um, you know, you don't even have to say it with the words, just from your energy. I love you. You matter. You are amazing. I love you. And people will feel it. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, without you saying much, they, their energy has calmed down and they're like, oh, my God, the world is a beautiful place. Yeah, exactly. And this yeah. is how you heal. This is how you help people mm. through leading by example and working on yourself. This is the only way you can do it. And yeah. um, this human experience podcast episode is one of my favorites, I can tell you, because the energy and the frequency, the vibration the, that Luke and I share is just so infectious. I could be talking to and, you know, experiencing this with Luke for hours, for days upon end. But, you know, Likewise. we're going to be respectful of your listeners and viewers time. And also, Luke, I know you're a very busy man, so I'm going to be respectful of your time. And before we ask um, yeah, our last question, I would like for our audience, for our viewers to connect with you. So where can they find you? Um, is there a website or is it also what is your sort of uh, social media handle if they want to follow you, learn more about you, collaborate with you? Where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm always open to um, discussions. Um, I try and answer everybody as well. Um, so LinkedIn, I'm just Luke Carter 07. Um, obviously, you can go on the CarterFamilyOffice.com and see a bit of background. Um, I've also got uh, Instagram, um, Luke Carter Official. Um, so you can search that in there. And I try and share inspiring uh, things uh, about myself and, um, you know, the lessons I've learned and, um, you know, how I think I can help people. Um, so, yeah, um, we're very... Um, you know, uh, reachable in terms of um, discussion. Absolutely. And the, and the goal is, uh, and the goal has always been and probably always will be, uh, when I, when I co-founded the family office, it's much more than, you know, investment and innovation. It's more about literally, if you break the words down, family office, it's a family office, an office for, you know, uh, inspiring your family and other families and whether they're willing or not so willing, make them see that they can be willing um, to do that, to do and be their best selves. So I believe you're passing down not only opportunity, mindset, but also education. And, you know, if I do a good job, I'm passing down uh, a greater energy for people um, to actually start with. So that, that's what inspires me uh, throughout the, the, whole, uh, the whole process. That's brilliant. Yeah, actually, I, I didn't even have to ask that question because I was going to ask you last question, um, you know, what is the mission uh, that um, you would like to, what is your mission? What is your sort of impact you would like to leave on humanity? But you already answered it. Uh, that's incredible. That's amazing. And I know you also speak for your entire family office, for everybody mm -hmm. in your in your sort of C-suite, in your in your sort of co-founder level. Um, you are guys have been doing and, and still do a lot of 
philanthropy, a lot of charity work, and you are all about helping humanity in any possible way that you can. I know you are a big mental health advocate. You have mm-hmm. done a lot of talks and presentations about mental health and helping people in that aspect, and especially today where I think the uh, mental health is the most challenging for a lot of people globally. And I know the suicide rate is on on the increase, domestic violence and so many other sort of aspects relating to mental health. So I would say more than ever, now is Mm. the time for people to get educated about mental health. And, you know, I would encourage everyone connect with Luke Carter. Um, You can find some uh, information that he he has shared before in his articles, in his podcasts, in his videos that he was a guest on um, about mental health and so many other inspiring things and that he uh, is passionate about. And also if you are a property investor, real estate investor, and you are looking for discussing real estate property opportunities, funding, also uh, contact Luke because that's his kind of day job. And uh, you might be able to have some collaboration in that aspect. So it was an absolute honor, uh, my dear friend, Luke Carter, to have you back on my podcast. Uh, I'm very grateful and I cannot wait for our viewers and listeners to listen to this uh, episode. Fantastic. Uh, very. Um, thanks very much for having me. It was a joyful experience as always. And um I think we've got some really good things to share uh, from uh, from the recording. Thank you very much, Luke. And before we go, to all our listeners and to all our viewers, uh, please remind yourself every day how amazingly awesome you already are. You are an amazing genius and love yourself unconditionally every single day and shine your light brightly. This is your host, Eldon Hassa. In this episode with Luke Carter from Carter Family Office. And I love you all. I respect you all. And thank you so much for all the amazing subscribers from all around the world. I am very grateful to have you in my life and thank you for your support. Okay, I'm going.